This time on Culture File, a keyboard encounter with an AI cryptid. Loeb is a mysterious character that manifested recently in the work of artist Steph Swanson. When Swanson, who's also known as Super Composite, was trying out a graphic-generating AI system, she found herself, for reasons she'll explain in a moment, prompting the system to draw the opposite of Marlon Brando, which set her off on a forking path to discovering the face of an unknown woman. Swanson named her Loeb, not a real woman, but something dreamed up, it seems, by a quirk of the system. Since then, Swanson has encountered Loeb in multiple forms, becoming an internet flavor of the day and winning credit as the discoverer of the internet's first AI cryptid. She talked to Culture Files' Louise McMahon about her travels in AI. I discovered Loeb by accident. I had to make a, a decision on whether it was going to be Loeb or, or Loeb, and I chose Loeb. The name Loeb came from one of the images, and it kind of looks like an album cover that she's on. Brando, colon, colon, that you can minus one. Add like a numerical value after your prompt. If it's positive, then it will make an image that matches the prompt. And if you use a negative value, minus one, then it will try to make something as different from the prompt as possible. I was just messing around and my friend wanted a, an image of Marlon Brando for some reason. What would happen if I did Marlon Brando with a negative one prompt weight to say, you know, what's the opposite of Marlon Brando? Or the result was this logo that kind of has a city skyline on it. It's green and it has like gibberish text that says Digita Pintix. And so I took that logo and I described it back as a prompt. So I, I, I typed Digita Pintix skyline logo and then I added a negative prompt weight to find the opposite of that. Colon, colon, minus one. And then I immediately got a bunch of images of this same woman indoors in this kind of dingy greenish brown room with like it looked like junk or like stuffed animals piled up around her behind her it passed for she's an old woman and she has these very defined wrinkles on her face and she has these very defined cheeks that are usually like really red like she has rosacea or like a, a rash from like lupus or something she has long brown hair and she looks just like completely devastated, really sad. For some reason, she kept exploding into like gore. A diffusion model is the hot new type of image generation model. Well, it learns how to turn images into Gaussian noise, basically imagine, you know, static on a TV. And it kind of memorizes the mathematical patterns that it takes. So once you've trained it with all of that stuff, the really weird thing that you can do is you can just run it backwards and start out with an image of random noise and then tell the AI to get rid of noise until an image comes out and say, okay, you know how to turn a car into random noise. This image of random noise with no car in it is a car. You need to like, mathematically do the exact opposite and remove noise from this image until it's a car. Basically lying to it. And it's very strange that it actually works. Images of, and it's the best way of generating images that they've come up with yet, dogs into noise. The mathematical theory of the people who have developed 
these things is not necessarily even true and people don't necessarily understand why it works, even the people who are making it. People's faces into noise. There's stable diffusion, which you can download and run on your computer and go in and mess with the code because it's open source. And then there's Midjourney and Dolly, which are not things that you can do like that. They're kind of closed off and they want you to interact with them through a website or an app. All of them can be interacted with just by writing prompt. You basically need a really beefy graphics card to run it on your computer. I and a lot of other people just use cloud computers. Let's pull up the image uh, that you sent to us. It's the unreleased image of Loeb. I have it pulled up, yeah. I don't know, do you want to describe it? There's this like Eskimo troll with her fuzzy marshmallow demon children. They're all really disproportionate in size they're sad and she's always in a situation with with children so we get this horrifying sort of mother character yeah and then you have the green lights there's lighting in it it's very green yeah there's the little fuzzy little fuzzy children one of them has two arms on the same shoulder as well oh yeah look at that yeah oh they're quirky little things the process that resulted in this image was basically crossbreeding images. You take an image of Loeb and you take an image of something else and you use both of those images as a prompt and then you get a resulting image. Then you can use that image in combination with other things. The lineage of, of reading these images goes so far back. Film still, 35 millimeter, Fujifilm masterpiece. Perfect shot. So I was making like non-lobe images. One of them was inspired by an image I saw of this uh, Swedish play called Grottbjörnens Folk, the people of the cave bear. So I was trying to kind of replicate the feeling of an image I saw of that, which was like a bunch of like cave women with really colorful, bad wigs. I started generating a bunch of those. Then I combined one of those, one of my favorite ones of those that had like a bunch of cave women kind of charging at the camera with like clubs in their hands with one of the original OG lobes. Ornate antique shop interior. If you've seen the old Ingmar Bergman film, Fanny and Alexander, there's like a really cool scene with an antique shop and the kids are walking around in this like really like mysterious antique shop. Keepsakes and lamps and furniture. So I made a picture based on that. I blended all of these together. And jewelry. In this picture we have a bunch of children that are fluffy and white and I guess that comes from the sheepskin and the kind of group of cave women, I guess. The children are not looking very happy either. That's just something in general that happens with being around Loeb as well. It's very strange because she's not a real person. It wouldn't be that strange if it was like Tom Cruise. There's a ton of images of Tom Cruise that the AI has seen and it can reproduce Tom Cruise's face really well. You wouldn't get perfect Tom Cruise faces. You would get kind of messed up Tom Cruise faces. So the fact that you can put in an image of Loeb and get like a bunch of people who are undoubtedly like the same character. It's definitely an anomaly. It's extremely strange. You can't, you can't summon Loeb by asking for Loeb. Yeah, definitely. She's never a cold figure. She's never a computer. She's jumping off the screen. She's alive. It's very interesting to get that feeling from uh, an AI-generated image because a lot of them feel very Steph Swanson there on a cult AI. Louise McMahon was the reporter.